0: The Arizona Coyotes are kind of built different at Mullet Arena. I gotta say, um, Coyotes take down the defending Stanley Cup champion Colorado Avalanche and uh, advance to a six-three-and-two record at Mullet Arena. Who would have thought? No holiday hangover for these guys. Maybe a little bit of one for us. Thank you all so much for tuning in to the PHNX Coyotes post-game show. Brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe, wherever you get your podcasts, and leave us a five-star review. I'm here with Sea Feeders. Craig Morgan will be joining shortly for Millett Arena, and Petey, the puzzle has already been spotted. Puzzle,
1: Petey's puzzle's out instead of be all over it. It's an indoor <laughs> cabin with a beautiful lake in the background and puppies and cats, so
2: That's puzzle number
1: one. There will be more if we started number two. And and Leah, I I know Colorado had injuries. I know they did. I get that. And they're missing, you know, seven players right now. But we keep saying, oh, it's going to be the road trip. The Coyotes will finally start losing. Oh, yeah. But when they get to the next stretch (laughs) of the road trip, they'll start losing. Yeah. But you see this homestand? Colorado, Toronto, they'll start losing them. And guess what? They just keep winning. (sighs) Ah. I'm not so sure. Like I, I know the plan. I know it's not the plan. And every time we think it's going to get to go uh, on the plan, they win again. This is this was a, another good effort by them though, and it was not one that they needed the goaltender to carry them through. I think this was a really good team effort, and I thought they were good from the beginning of the, at the drop of the puck, and I, and I thought that was the key, is they had a great start.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, thank you for the dollar ninety nine super chat from Vaguely Sober, which we learned yesterday is a DNVR um avalanche fan says dnvr good game desert dog bros thank you so much vaguely sober that's really nice for your super chat and for for checking into our post game show as opposed to the well i'm sure you're on your way over to the dnvr Avs post game show but pd for the sake of this conversation because i'm sure we'll have it when craig gets here let's set aside like oh no and let's just talk about let's talk about the game for the game because what a game it was! I mean, that first period, the Coyotes looked really good, like from, yeah, from the first 10 seconds
1: for sure. And you look at Carcone getting a breakaway to start the game on a hell of a pass by Minnesota named Nick Bubstead. But it, I tell you what, this team skated well, they possessed the puck well, they didn't turn the puck over like they have in the past. I, I tell you what, this is a different team at the mullet. They look really sharp at the mullet, and I you get and I feel bad for Connor Ingram because he hasn't had uh, run support um, when he's played, and he always seems to be in those tough games. And, and tonight, you go, oh, oh, he's he's going to be coming off Christmas break, no practice. It's going to be another tough Connor Ingram game. And I tell you what, this team came out to play and they showed up. I thought they were good. I thought they, they showed their speed and their ability to get to the net. They got pucks to the net for the first time in a long time. They outshot an opponent for the first time in a long time. They had over 30 shots for the first time in a long time. There were just so many offensive good things in this game. This is a big win. I, I know their injury depleted and there's still some really good players out there, including Kale McCarr and Miko Ratnan. And those are two really good hockey players. This is a good hockey team. Um, and they are playing their number one goaltender against the Oats and I thought the O's looked fantastic. It was a really good, solid team game for the Arizona Coyotes.
0: Absolutely. Well, let's get into the numbers on this one, because like you already mentioned, you ran through a couple of those successes tonight, but the Coyotes outshot their opponent, I think, for just the fourth time now this season, 33 to 29 shots on goal. And Colorado is not a team that lacks offense, obviously. Like you mentioned, lots of injuries, but still a lot of firepower for them coyotes had success on the power play one for three um i can't even believe colorado only had one power play uh, now that i think about it and then a lot of physicality in this game as well 16 blocks for the coyotes eight for colorado there were also quite a few big hits in this game as well but pd where do you want to where do you want to begin
1: well we already talked about the shots so i think we got that one covered the power play is interesting to me because i thought two things the Coyote power play—I thought they had a zipping tonight. Like that puck was firing around, and when they put—they um, were trying to get that play into Richie in the in the inside. But I tell you what, the goal they did score from Chikrin to Schmaltz to Richie off a of shin pad right to 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 Schmaltz, able to bury that puck. They moved the puck extremely well in the power play. So The power play going one for three is fantastic. Um, on the other side, that just shows you can't put this team, the Colorado Avalanche, on the power play. And and as soon as as you get Again, Fish is going to have to watch this because I know we're, we're a big Fish fan here, but he, he's got to stop taking those offensive zone penalties, and I know he's aggressive and ultra aggressive in the offensive zone. He's just trying to forecheck and do the right thing, but he has taken too many offensive zone penalties. He can't put his team shorthanded. 200 feet from their net. He just, he's going to have to learn to back it off and get a stick out of there. So that was one of the things you saw. They got on the power play and bang, bang it's in the net. And I think with McCarr running the top and Gerard and they still have Ranton and that that's still a really good power play. So for the first time, this team only took one penalty. So yeah. boy, that's another, another thing, step in the right direction. It's a problem they've had from day one is taking too many penalties. And today with one, I know abs were one for one, but thank goodness there weren't more. So that yeah. I, again, there were so many little factors to make this thing work tonight for the Coyotes. And this is why they were able to get a win. And one of those was staying out of the penalty box. So uh, good on them. I I, I tell you what, I don't know if this is starting to be a little home ice advantage. I don't know if, if if mullet's going to be a tough place to play, it's starting to look like it.
0: Yeah, and it's cool because um, we had Jesse Montano and Megan Angley from DNVR Avalanche on our live show yesterday, and they were super excited to see Mullet Arena. So I was checking up on their social media all night long, and both of them loved it. And one of the things Jesse said was because of the venue size, every fan was super engaged in the game because it's all so close. And I thought that was a really interesting perspective, I guess that I never thought about it. We talk about the home ice advantage. We talk about the atmosphere, but it is a good point that because it's so small, it's easier almost to focus on the game. And even though, you know, there were quite a few avalanche fans there as well, another great atmosphere tonight. We've already heard about how amazing the ice is. And the Coyotes had the advantage today of coming off the three-day holiday break, not having to travel anywhere. Colorado practiced in colorado today then got on a plane and flew an hour and 45 minutes to get here so you know it, it, things just kind of fell i guess in the coyotes favor today but not just in their favor they worked hard for this win and they earned it frankly
1: yeah and it's tough and i know they talked a lot about it on the Bally's broadcast and tyson nash mentioned hey that even in colorado it's the farthest airport from the city it's 45 minutes from downtown denver so you don't just talk about the flight time. You talk about the drive time and the weather is different and it's hard. And you get here and you land. And now what? They, they go check into the hotel right away. and You hope you, you can get a quick 30 minute nap and team meal, but it's not the same routine and it's really hard. And I know the league needs to give those guys three days off, but making them travel on game day is tough too. So um, they had the advantage and you know what they took, they, they, they used it and, and they had their feet moving in the first you said, in the first 10 seconds. And Turing you said that one of their goals was to get off to a fast start. And I thought they did that. And it felt like Colorado was chasing the game. And I'll admit, even the last 10 minutes, I said, Oh, oh Colorado is gonna come back in
0: this one. howdy! a
1: couple of moves. Well, Do you see him? Like he just makes a few moves and it's just like he's so much better than everyone. And you go, he's just gonna put the team on his back and they're gonna come out and they're gonna win, and it's gonna go to overtime again. And the coyotes fought it off. And Ingram made a couple of huge saves and they defended well. I, yeah, I, I think all around this might be one of the better team games. And, and again, I keep yeah. saying it against a depleted Colorado team. I'm not I know this is not the Colorado don't the one in the Stanley Company choosing Byron McKinnon, and Landis Scott Manson. I mean the list goes on. So they beat a team that was depleted that they needed to be at home.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And Robert Lee in the chat said, one of the most exciting games in memory I've been going since 2012. Um, And I think I saw either a tweet or a comment in our discord, like this might be the best game I've been to. And that's just what I keep thinking about. Like, if you're spending money to go to these games and we say this all the time, the Coyotes fans and uh, not fans, excuse me, the Coyotes players and coaching staff, like they don't, Give a shit about the tank, like they want to win. So for for the team to do what they did tonight, and we'll get into the specifics here in just a minute. Um, it was it was quite a feat. And before we dive into it, pd I do want to go over your keys because, as always, you were right on it with your keys to the game.
1: Mary Smultimus, how about Mary Smalltus uh, after <laughs> he's on now on it?
0: the season. Game
1: a six-game point streak, a big goal off the power play today, slowed on the ads. There were times when this team looked fast, but if you go back to the playoffs last year, they looked fast for 60 minutes. They didn't have that same jump tonight. They just did. There were moments, but when they had those moments, Coyotes are back-checking, holding the line, and Ingram to make a save. It just wasn't the same speed that this team normally had. I don't know if it was much of the Coyotes defending it as the ads just didn't have it tonight. Stop Miko, they they stopped him with an offside call, and that seemed to help. Um, but he he eventually I think he just scores. Like Landiscon just scores. And I tell you, he's got what is it, nine and nine, or it might be ten and ten now. He's he's on fire. Um, so I, I think they got two of the three keys. We'll give them the Miko key, and two of three is good enough for a coyote's win.
0: Absolutely. Um uh, we have a super chat from Pat O, 499. Thank you so much, Pat. Said really appreciate these post-game shows. Makes for some late nights for you both and Craig, but it's how you build community. Thank you. Well, thank you so much, Pat. That really means a lot to us. We appreciate you. We appreciate everybody who joins us in the live chat after a win, after a loss at 10 o'clock or midnight. We do appreciate you. And for those watching, I see all 70 of you right now. Hit that like button on this YouTube video while we're here. And uh, for the slander about my Christmas tree still being up, I feel like (laughs) New Year's is the is the limit. Just saying.
1: there was a discussion at the Peters household whether we should take them down on Christmas night at 5. <laughs> almost came down at Christmas day yeah, at 5. five. It's over. It's 5. It's done. So they did make it up till they, they did come down the 26th at 9 a.m. And, and, and <laughs> full, everybody was hands-on, and they were down and in the garage, and were, it, Christmas was over. Um, but with the, this game, it's funny because... There's a, some original OGs in here. I mean, Charles is here. I think Karen was at the game, so she didn't see it. But Debug Egg, some originals that every night we'd come into this post game show and say, "Oh, another loss. This team sucks. Let's spin the wheel of fantasy and uh, pack therapy." And honestly, it just hasn't happened this year. I know. Even the games they're losing, they lose in tight, tight games. Only two games got out of hand.
0: I know, it's and
1: unbelievable.
0: I t- so I tuned in in our first intermission. I tuned into the CHGO Blackhawks post-game show they lost three nothing um and I they had the exact same energy that we did last season like I feel they were talking they were like oh yeah you know and I know we talk about like Bedard and Pantilli every single show but they were talking about that they were talking about building blocks for the future they were talking about oh there's really like why evaluate the power play when like this isn't even gonna be the power play in five years like that that was us last year but this this is just this has been a lot more fun um it certainly has maybe a little bit concerning but a lot more fun so let's or what were you gonna say
1: no i was just gonna talk about some of the performances tonight
0: that's what i was gonna say let's get into it you go first
1: well no one of the guys is kind of an unsung guy and i know he takes a lot of heat sometimes here sometimes in the discord is travis boyd and He's a guy that he's around it on the power play. And you're going, gosh, he should have had two or three tonight. Like he was around it. But if you go back and look at a couple of the goals that were scored, they're not scored unless Boyd's in front of them at screening. And it starts right with with the ghost Keller Schmaltz. Boyd gets in the screen, which makes the difference there. And he also gets a screen on the Mosher goal.
0: Yeah. And that wouldn't have gone in without it because it wasn't a super hard shot
1: no so you gotta give hats off to him even though he doesn't end up on the score sheet with assist he is getting to the front of them and he's doing the job he's paid to do so good on him and then i tell you what there's some guys that were all over the score sheet like we talked about mary schmaltzmas but the three c's i was gonna say vitamin c or three (laughs) seconds
0: the three c's of arizona
1: yes carconi chikrin cross (laughs) cross I know, I just, just, I just like, drew that blank, but they were all over it tonight. And I tell you, that that goal by Kraus coming out of the corner, that was Oh my god. Macar and Devon Caves. That's their number 1 deep here. and he let them up. It was that
0: unreal. was that was unbelievable. Like that was one of the best goals he scored all year. And let's stick on Kraus for a second just cuz we're talking about him. That was his 14th goal of the season, Petey.
1: I know, we're 33 games and he's got 14.
0: That's unbelievable. 30 is
1: not out of reach for him. No. I mean, we we talked when we had him on in the preseason, he was talking 30. 30 is within reach for sure. Um, It's a reasonable number. And I tell you what, it's back and forth between him and Keller. And I told you they're going to get that little battle going where, well, he got one, so I got to get one. And so Keller ends up getting the empty netter, and he adds one to his total. Um, I thought Cross played a real complete game today. Uh, I think he was all around it, and and the puck was on his stick, and he was that physical – Presence of him. He's not a guy that we've said this before. He's not going to put you through the boards, but his ability to be a strong player on the puck to get away from a car. That's the kind of physicality you're going to see out of Lawson Crouch. So I thought he was fantastic tonight. He was he was one of the best players on the ice for me.
0: Absolutely. Another player with three points tonight was Jacob Chikrin. Um, His three assists tonight was a single game career high. He has 16 points in 17 games, I think, since his return to the lineup, unless we add it. He added a 17th. I don't even remember when I wrote that note down, but still he's been absolutely dominant since he's been back in the lineup. Exactly what you want to see from him um, continuing to add to this team's offense.
1: And I think Andrew. for him, there's a couple of things we keep, we keep saying that he wants to do this and, and get back to where he was two years ago. For me, this was extra special for him because he, he sees himself as an elite defenseman in this league. He does. And a couple of years ago, he was in the Norris conversation with his points and I know he doesn't get to be one of the nominees, but, but he's still around it. And last year he, he struggled through the season. So when he gets on the ice with Kale McCarr, he knows Kale McCarr is on the other end of the ice. Of course he does. And he was, hey, I am I, I, not good. I can play. And so it ends up you look at the stat line. He's plus plus two, three points, twenty four minutes. Um, he had seven shot attempts, three hits, and his stat line. And, and, and believe me, I'm not saying Chickren's better than Kael McGar. I'm not. But his stat line is tonight, and, and you know that's McCarr that's crazy. One he ends up minus one. He has one hit and um, he only has four shot shot attempts. So I'm sure that that was part of what Chickren did. And there was once where they had a head to head battle, and 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 Chickren. Walled him off, pushed him into the corner, and said, "No, not not against me, or not." And I think that that gave him a little bit more motivation tonight, and it showed. I, I keep saying it. Chikrin is doing everything that's been asked of him, and somebody is going to come knocking for him soon because this kind of a performance, when you're putting up those many minutes, that kind of offensive output, and still able to be physical, somebody's going to come get him. I'm telling you. It's. I know Craig keeps saying that, that that it's not now, but it's coming.
0: Um, Is I like cat? yes, it's my cat. I'm so sorry. She really wants oh, to add <laughs> yeah. she wants to add her two cents to the conversation. Um, I like this comment from Jeffrey. Trade bait had an excellent game, <laughs> made second star. <laughs> I love it. It
1: was, um, he was fantastic. So yeah. That's two C's. We got a third C.
0: Um, then we got Michael Carcone making his season debut with the Arizona Coyotes. First of all, Michael Carcone leading Tucson in all categories, 16 goals, 26 assists, 42 points with Tucson leading the American Hockey League in points, which is like an unbelievable feat for especially a, a guy of his stature um, comes up within the first 10 seconds of the game has a breakaway chance shot on goal right away. You knew he was hungry for one. And then when you saw that little tic-tac-toe move there um, and I believe it was in the third period, I was just absolutely unbelievable. And I'm so glad he got one tonight. He absolutely deserved it.
1: Yeah. And he fit fit in right where Michelli left off. I mean, those two played on a line together last year in Tucson and they were electric offensively when they were together. Um, and I tell you what, he just stepped right into Michelli's line on the five five. He stepped into Michelli's spot on the power play, and this team did not miss a beat. He, he was for a guy that hasn't played in the NHL all season. You wouldn't have been able to tell him because his foot speed was there. Um, his puck possession time was there. I thought he made some really good plays. Uh, he fit right in. And here's a guy that deserves this opportunity, as you said, leading the American league. And that's incredible for uh, the Tucson Roadrunners. And they're having a great year. Um, so I was really happy for Carcone. He's earned, it. I mean, he's a leader down there, does everything right. And he didn't bitch and complain that he wasn't up here at the beginning of the season. He said, I mean, we had him on the show. And he said, no, good for Michele, great for him. I'm happy yeah. for him. That's what a leader does. And that's what a leader says. And it's just a matter of time. And now it's going to be six weeks of this. His job now, Leah, is to take this six weeks and go, you can't send me down. He has to do this. Okay, this is one night of this. He has to have six weeks of this. So at the end of that six weeks, go, okay try to send me down. I've got six goals. I've got four assists. I'm playing on your power play. You're going to find a way to keep me here. And that that's what he has to do. It's up to him. And, and that make it hard on them to send him back down. So I was really happy to see him have the game that he had tonight.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I felt like there were a few times this season when they made call-ups that, you know, Coyotes fans who pay attention to at least the Roadrunners' um stats that why isn't Carcone getting called up? But You know, you want a player to fill a certain role. And with Michelli going down, which as as unfortunate as that is, you know, we've been kind of mentioning him loosely in the culture race. I mean, he was second in rookie points, but you needed to fill that skill position. And Carconi almost slid perfectly right in there. And I was glad that he had that opportunity to be on that Kraus-Buchstad line, like to just slide right into Michelli's spot rather than coming up and being on the bottom six and maybe in a different kind of role for that skilled player that he is and has been in the AHL. So like you said, I hope that this continues for him. And um, that being said, we've talked about the three C's. We have a little bit of a special one tonight. It's time to crown our draft. Oh my gosh. My cat. I'm fire. fire. Oh my Lord. Uh, Let's crown tonight's draft Kings. Kings of the game and in honor of Christmas it's the three kings we got one call up two goals five assists among these three guys absolutely unbelievable night from the three kings the three C's of the Arizona Coyotes you absolutely love to see it they are tonight's draft kings kings of the game and if you put money on anytime goal score for any of these guys or a number of other things. Sean sent us a lengthy bet slip earlier. Very lengthy. But you know what? He crushed it tonight. I think he hit the majority of his bets absolutely on fire. Shout out Petey for some of the – Recommendations on that one. Um, what a night, by the way, with both the Coyotes and the Suns winning. Things you love to see. And uh, if you want to win yourself some money over at the DraftKings Sportsbook app, you can do that too. So download it now, sign up with the promo code PHNX, place a $5 pregame money line bet on any NBA team to win their game and get $150 in free bets. If they do, that's code PHNX. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Why are you laughing?
1: Because I'm laughing at Casey. Casey Cheatham, DNVR. He's bitter DNVR guy. And I just, when he said he's a bitter DNVR guy, and I'm <laughs> thrilled that he jumped over to us. Right Thank now. you. But
0: Thank I, you for I, tuning but, in.
1: But what made me think of that, because we all know the DNVR guys, and I could just think of, for AJ and Rudo right now, how much bitching they must be doing, and what the negative show they must be having right now. Compared to how positive we are today, and
0: you know not say that. Well, so I'm thanks, gonna
1: Casey. I'm sorry, you're not.
0: vaguely sober. Said they're not bitter, so you know we got it'll, we got both spectrums of ABS fans. But for the ones who maybe need to shake the edge off tonight, let me recommend some OG's gummies. Um, I are. think we sh- and at least oh. and hosts just for at least dealing with all the injuries they've been dealing with. If you want to check out OG's. You can find them at your local dispensary. You must be 21 or older to enjoy, but check them out. Great flavors, locally scratch mage made. We love them. They have all sorts of kinds, microdose, sleep edition, indica, sativa. Check them out. And now it's time. It's time to bring in the fourth C of Arizona. Wow.
1: Look what
2: you did it's there. Craig. Craig. What's up, guys? Craig
0: Craig's in what? a different corner.
2: Yeah, I changed it up on you tonight. We found a different so yeah, stairwell. We're learning this place. We're getting getting a feel for this place now. Look at Craig taking
0: the stairs. I do
1: think there are other people that are going to be learning this place on Thursday. I just, just do
2: Oh, well. We may have drop them. Oh, so you mean you guys are going to get out of your pajamas for the next game?
1: Well, we might. <laughs> <laughs> I might have pajamas on.
2: Petey, what am I looking at behind you? That's my what is puzzle. That? Okay. That's a puzzle. Puzzle What's number one. Very bright. Puzzle. It's almost Puzzle. psychedelic. Like you guys I were just talking just... about OGs. I was like, hmm. pop some know, OGs and... look <laughs> at this thing. So, I,
1: I don't know if you heard the, the OGs read, but she was like dealing. She used the word dealing <laughs> and OGs, and then I said, Leah's dealing OGs. Leah's a pusher. Like, Leah <laughs> is a pusher. OGs. What? <laughs> I don't know. I just heard dealing OGs. You fix things.
0: So. <laughs> um if I'm not mistaken, it was Craig taking OGs from the office yesterday.
1: What? <laughs> that is true. <laughs> <laughs> that is, that might be
0: true. <laughs> Jeez. Oh man. Look, Craig, we've kind of given our, you know, initial reactions. We've talked about, I know you were there watching our Kings of the game. So we've gone over all that. What are your kind of thoughts and takeaways from this one and who did you speak with and what did they have to say?
2: Well, we talked to Michael Carcone, of course, because he scored tonight and he almost scored another goal, like right off the hop. He was in alone. Uh, he, he blended well. And it, it's interesting to me because you throw him on that line where Michele has played. And I asked Lawson Kraus about it. He's the other person we talked to and said, how do you how do you shift from playing with a guy like Matthias Michele, who never looks to shoot, to a guy like Michael Carconi, who is a shooter? He's a goal scorer. And he's like, actually, we we spent a lot of time together in training camp. So we got a really good feel for each other. So it just felt like second nature when he jumped in. And, it, and I knew he was he was going to be looking for the puck a little more than. Than Matias does, so it looked pretty good tonight, guys. I mean, listen, I, I don't know what you said about this game before I arrived, and I know that the Avs made some pushes later in the game. Honestly, to me, the Coyotes were the better team tonight. They early on in this game they were outchancing the Avs badly, especially in the high danger areas. The Avs did get a push on. You usually say that when a see that when a team is laying back with a a bit of a lead, but I thought the Coyotes were the better team. And, and Jared Bednar, in his comments, he was not. He was not glowing about what he said about his team's performance tonight. He didn't like many players' performances. I don't blame him because I thought the abs looked really, really sloppy tonight.
1: Yeah, it's hard, though, Craig. And we talked about them traveling today and coming off the three-day break. And they'd won three in a row coming into this. And they got all these injuries. But this is still a team that that did not play quick enough. They did not play fast enough. And you're absolutely right. This isn't the Colorado Avalanche team we were expecting. 20 of and
2: the Denver, first 24 on the road, buddy. Yeah. Oh, and, they had you know, a tough travel day and, from and, Denver. And,
1: <laughs> we said it before too, but look at when McCarr did have the puck; it was special. Like there were yeah. so many moments when he—that's
2: the thing. Their line. blue lines together, right? Their blue line. Yeah. We saw their blue line. I know they're missing Nate McKinnon Girard. and Gabe Landeskog. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, yeah, and, yeah. Enough with the uh, excuses. And they, starting did. goalie in that too. Yeah, yeah. He didn't look good either. So, wow. no, they, they were slow. It's just reading in comments. <laughs>
0: the comments tonight are just unreal.
2: Part of them
1: being slow, though, Craig, is what caused them to not get more power plays. If they're moving quicker and playing a faster game like they usually do, they're drawing more penalties, they get more chances on the power play, they get more chances on the power play, they might be able to score more. Um, so I think all of that led to them being a slower team than they normally are. And thank God I'm not reading the comments
2: because apparently they're out <laughs> of control.
0: I can see Sean laughing oh too that's the
2: best part.
0: You guys keep going. I'll just sit here.
2: Yeah. Wow. We we need to get like a new meme. By the way, Leah the Pusher. I think we should put it out there. Yeah, we should totally put it out there. She can have the cat right with her. Right. This, push comment, it while Leah's offering. this
0: comment killed me. I saw Craig moving along the cor- concourse at five thousand meter world record speed. I'm not afraid of a hip replacement anymore. He was moving.
2: Wow. <laughs> he's not like Robert. Robert's a friends. runner though. I know. See, that's Robert Lee. I know he's a runner. I couldn't keep up with Robert. Not a chance.
1: Oh yeah, the miles he puts in, insane. Yes.
0: Yes. <laughs> yeah. So oh, Craig, Lord. now what?
1: Can can they do it again on Thursday? Can they oh, can they repeat the Molde, Obviously. <laughs> They're going to be, yeah, I, I, take,
2: I mean, go ahead and take that money line right now and lay it on that Arizona. <sighs> coyote. So by the way, did you check the standings? Are they in 27th I now? Know.
0: Okay. So we were, we were waiting till you got here, Craig, to talk about this because we kind of just wanted to enjoy it and talk about all the positives from the game before we focused on the fact that this team is pretty good. Six, three, and two now at Mullet. This is their 12th win of the season solidly in 27th, and they are way above Chicago and Anaheim with games in hand. Yeah. Are we concerned? I feel like I ask this like once a week, but are we concerned?
2: Yeah, if you want a top three pick, you should be concerned at this point because they ain't catching the Blackhawks. They ain't catching no. the Blackhawks. The Blackhawks are going to finish with the worst record in the league. Now, it's just a matter of whether another team gets it, it, Look, we we know the odds, right? It, it It's really good for the first – not really good, but it's, it's higher for the first few teams, and then it drops off significantly as, as you move through the pecking order. You just don't want to fall too far, right? Like, if they can stay maybe in, like, the fifth worst record, somewhere around there, you can still have hope of jumping up. But, oh, God, guys. God. If yeah. if you have if you've done what you've done with this roster to pick sixth or seventh in the draft.
0: Of all years, of
2: all years, of all years. Hey, this is better. Maybe this is better than like getting screwed in the lottery like they did with, uh, you know, Edmonton jumping up and getting McDavid. <laughs> this this is this is a new chapter for the Coyotes. Now, nah, we're just not going to lose enough this time. We're, we're just going to finish like with the eighth worst record. Is- it, it,
1: it does it speak volumes to GM Bill Armstrong to, to say, "I'm I'm trying to make this towards the bottom, and I still I'm such a good GM. I built such a good team. I I can't."
2: It's the lose. character as much as anything. Well, I mean, listen, there's some there's some players 100%. that are coming along, but but and those players also like a, a guy like Lawson Kraus. He's got 14 yeah. goals this season. Again, yeah. that contract when they signed it, I I read the national I read the national media all the time and there were little literally people snickering about that saying, are yeah. you you kidding me? One season Lawson Krauss, really? Yeah, Lawson Krauss. He's a hell of a player and he is a guy who plays with a ton of character. They've got a bunch of guys like that and they brought in more guys. Like your boy Nick Bukestead, I'm telling yeah. you, he is such a positive influence in this room. That may be Bills failing, like maybe he should Quite frankly, just get a couple assholes in here to tear up the <laughs> locker room, make make yeah. it a toxic locker room because they, these guys like each other so much. They play for each other and you've got a coaching staff that's working its ass off and doing some good things. And, you know, listen, the, the Coyotes aren't a great team, but we see the result right now. They're not as bad as the plan had them being.
0: Well, I, just, and I, and I just can't believe it though. I just can't believe it when we sat down at the beginning of the season and looked at this roster and thought this yeah. team is worse than last year. There's absolutely no way in hell. And I know there's still like 50 games left and who knows what will happen. And we'll get to a little bit more like who could possibly go at the trade down line here in a second. But PD, I didn't want me to cut you off. Go ahead.
1: No, no, but you right. And this is one of the fears that you have and it, it's every everybody's on the same page. It's, it's that us against the world mentality. It's somebody different every night. They're all pulling the rope. I keep saying that using that analogy, pulling the rope the same way. And tonight it's Krause's turn with three points and, and chicken with three points tomorrow night. It could be Schmoltz again, or it could be bear This team believes in themselves. They believe in each other. They're doing it for the guy sitting next to them, And it's, Winning is contagious, and I know that it's not the way. Do you think it's feeling like this in their locker room in Chicago right now?
2: <laughs> I mean,
1: it's got to be absolute Dude. misery in there in their locker room right now. And once you get in that mode, when it's misery, it's hard to win because it's it's no longer I'm playing for him. It's like well, why the hell isn't he playing? What's that guy doing? And it starts to be getting adversarial. And once you get that, it gets off the rails, and it's it's just contagious. Losing is contagious, and so is winning. And the Coyotes have that. Belief, and they're doing it for each other. And you can see it in a game like tonight. They were just happy to be playing hockey. And I'm telling you, that's dangerous. I agree with you, Greg. There is no chance this team's getting last. Zero. Oh. And, and the 31st, I think that's pretty much getting out the window, too. I think, you know, 29th, 4th to last. Oh, even that right now, unless, unless they upset the apple cart
2: yeah and, and that, that's what at, they need to do the, well and they're gonna try but the problem is the trade is not till march 3rd you almost yeah. hope some of these teams get ahead of the game and and make their play uh you know for jacob chickard has 16 points in 17 games and he has been many nights that i've watched since he came back he's been the best player on the ice he's been really good like i i don't know what scouts are waiting for uh, if, if they still think that that ask is too much but Man, Jacob Chikrin is really, really playing well. That's one guy. Shane Bear. That, yeah. that pairing. I mean, yeah. what do you – He's what someone
0: you- we haven't talked about yet tonight because he scored. It was his ninth goal of the season, his 25th point of the season. He was started really hot, kind of quieted off, but he's been right back in the mix again. So he's a guy, too, that, I mean, it would suck, you know, just from a guy perspective, and I know he's well-liked on this team, but if you want to start moving people yeah. to kind of – ruffle this up, he's one. I'm going
2: to dive into this one a little more too. And, and Petey doesn't want to hear this because it's, it's about boogie. I, I, you know, I wonder if there is some value for him out there after all, especially when you, when you start asking people within this organization. And I, I know there's a lot of that talk. Oh, he's great in the room. There's a lot of that. It gets used too much. This guy has a major influence in this room. And when you're talking about cohesion, team making a playoff run that's a guy you want around I don't know what his role is for a playoff team so you're probably not going to get that high an asset but maybe his maybe his value gets a little inflated with what he's done with this group he's been such a big part of it and you talk to the players in this room they'll all tell you that so I wonder about him as well the other guys will have to wait and see like a like a Nick Ritchie who made a really nice play on the power play tonight or the dark horse that we've talked about. If, if some team comes with the right offer, Karel Vimelka.
0: <laughs> Wild. Uh, the Lebowski $5 super chat. Thank you so much. Said, I appreciate your perspective from the desert. A midseason check-in with the CHGO crew w- crew would be cool. Um, Chicago and Arizona are playing each other, I believe on January 6th next. So we'll see kind of how that game goes. It would, it would be interesting to do kind of a, a mid check-in and Craig, I mentioned this earlier in the show, but I, Tuned into their post game show tonight for ten minutes or so, and their post game show felt like us last season, just like exactly where we were um, in that helpless, hopeless, bottom feeling. Difference is, they're probably going to win the draft lottery somehow, some way, unlike ah. the Coyotes, who are a cursed franchise.
2: Yeah, and they won three cups in the past decade, so Crimea River. Yeah. Seriously.
0: Yeah. Seriously, nope. that that was in the back of my mind watching that the whole time. I was like. Yes, yeah, mm.
2: seriously, that between that and then, oh, oh. by the way, I'm going to keep reminding people of this, because when the Blackhawks win the lottery right out of the Kyle Beach scandal, give me a break. Come on. Yeah. You, can, you, you can't whine about anything as a Blackhawk fan right now. You won three cups and they're all tainted by that gross thing that happened within your organization that was overlooked by far too many people. Get the Blackhawks out of the top three. Drop them as far as possible.
0: I agree. I agree. Um, this is an earlier comment, but Rick said, Hey, next game you get to scout your future center. It's so true. If we want to talk about looking forward to the future.
2: Yeah, we can access in the chat say 34 is I mean, that is the alternative. If you don't win the lottery, you just bring Austin Matthews home and hey. Yeah, and I think that
1: people would people be okay with that over the free
2: yeah. Uh yeah,
1: I think so. We don't get the first pick, but we get Austin Matthews. Yeah. over the moon about that one. Yeah, we'll and it's funny, somebody else said there's two different I, – I forgot. It. it was somebody talking about Jacob Chickren in the room. Who said it? Blatantly asinine did, I think, about Chickren in the room. And they're saying, well, he hasn't won the AL year, and is he positive in the room? Well, I'm not getting – I'm not in the room, and I won't say what happens in the room, but I will say this. If Leah came in here at the first show of the season and said, I don't want to work here. I don't want to work with these guys. I don't want to play here. I want to go work at DNVR. I really don't want to work at PHNX. How the hell do you think that would sit with me and Craig for the rest of the year? Probably not very good. Yeah. That's exactly what happened with him in the first press conference of the year. Get me out of here. I don't want to be here. I want to play somewhere else. So yeah. I don't think that that was well received by the
0: guys that sat next to
2: him. Yeah. Okay. And you're not going to give a letter to someone like that. You're, just not. you're just not. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I promise I didn't say that. Uh, <laughs> uh, did yeah. Yeah. Four nine, $4.99.
2: We could edit that though, to make, make it sound like Leah did say that. Yeah. We could just take that word out. I didn't.
0: (laughs) I said that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. All right. 499 super chat from Steven said, always enjoy your content. Great way to stay up on Yotes talk when I'm outside the AZ listening area. Thank you so much, Steven. We appreciate you immensely. If everybody who's listening, if you're not subscribed to Phnx coyotes, wherever you get your podcasts, please do so. And while you're there, Leave us a review. Give it a five stars, if you will, because we also have audio-only episodes that drop throughout the week, so you never want to miss those. The chat um, is really fun tonight, very active, so we appreciate everybody so much for being here. Craig, you were obviously at Mellet. You are still are, and uh, you tweeted that Curtis Joseph and Zabinic McCulloch were in the house tonight. Was there any reason or just for fun?
2: I think, I don't know why Kucho was here. I didn't talk to him, but Z, Z lives here. Um, but I didn't know he was in the arena until he tweeted a photo of me. Like, hello, stalker. Like, texted it to me <laughs> saying, uh, I was like, okay, it's kind of creepy. You're Z, very easy to
0: find at <laughs> Mullet, too.
1: <laughs> yeah, Z, Z was just here. just follow the line of autograph seekers. And oh. that's going the end of it. <sighs>
0: yeah. <laughs> the red ropes. The red rope, the Pellegrino. Yeah, just, just the red
1: velvet chair with the crown on it, like like the Game of Thrones <laughs> crown. That's where Craig sits.
2: Like, the Game of Thrones. <laughs> the big you chair. Know. No, yeah, big not chair. at all. <laughs> not at all bougie. Yeah, um, but it's cool. We haven't it's talked cool about. to have those guys around, right? It's cool to have experts sure. the yeah. alumni.
1: Craig, yeah. one guy we haven't talked about tonight is Connor Ingram, and we haven't spent any time on him. And it was really good to see him get another win this season because I think there's so many opportunities this year where they put him into bad games, bad situations. And tonight was one, again, another bad situation coming off a three-day break. Two questions for you. One, why? Is he after a three-day break when he thought, gosh, the had that much rest? Well, I was kind saving of saving him to
0: for Toronto
1: um, anyway, what... in a day. Out. So I didn't know if there's anything going on. i reading more into that. And yeah. what do you think about his performance?
2: Well, I, I mean, the first goal was what it was. That was a bad goal. Let's, let's be honest. He saw I was it, all worried. The way. it was, it was a horrible <laughs> goal. Like, a terrible goal. But he, he bounced back after that, and he was solid the rest of the game, so that's good. You know, he, it'd be nice if he could give up fewer than three goals in a game. You'd like to see that from your backup goaltender at some point, but okay, he scored six tonight, so it was plenty. I, I you know Andre didn't explain why he went that route. Uh, you know, it's usually a conversation with Corey Schwab, and maybe they wanted to get him some work. Maybe they're looking ahead to the work that Veggie's going to have, so I, I don't know. I'd, I'd only be speculating why they or- chose to play him tonight.
0: The four straight weeks of back to backs in January.
2: Yeah, there's that. You look at the schedule. Yeah. But and there's like you said, Leah, Toronto too. I mean, you gotta have veg play against Toronto because
0: he has to be at his best. He's
2: gonna beat him. I'm gonna
1: ask another question, Craig, as I'm oh boy, did somebody else put in the chat that we talked about Bukestead and what he does in the locker room. If he doesn't get traded at the deadline, do you think there's any possibility that he signs
2: here? Stay tuned. I'll be writing about all of this for Monday really what nick that will be a diehards only piece so if i'm a really diehard you want to know the answers to this you'll have to be become a diehard i die heard i got the jacket to
1: prove it and i can go so i can read about <laughs> did nick you
0: Buse get said. your jacket did you get your jacket I Did. Nice. finally how good you were so giddy saying that <laughs> i
1: know because i get to read nick buzdeck story on monday, Love nick it. On monday. monday.
2: michael Carcone coming tomorrow and a a deeper dive into Arizona hockey. It, it will it will be self explanatory once wow. the story comes out with what's happening this week in this arena.
0: Wow, I'm You're stumped, all like Craig. what
2: what? Well, you what? said Arizona
0: what? hockey, so I thought you meant like Arizona as in University of Arizona.
2: No, we're not talking about that. They don't have a hockey team.
0: They do have an ACHA Division One not
2: hockey team. Go ACHA, it's I love today. that ACHA Kids. Division One, which which is just code for club. It, it is club. Fair. You got a club team. Whatever it is. Wildcats club it hockey. It is Come club. Come on, it's club. Kitties. Look at vaguely sober. Kitties, kitties.
0: Vaguely sober. Another super chat. We appreciate you, PHNX crew. See you guys and gals next game. We appreciate to the DNVR fans in our chat. We really do appreciate Thank you, you. and love seeing also all the hashtag diehards in the chat. Chris nice. said. Chris said, got my jacket. Charles got his jacket. Love Look it. Look
1: at this. I will say this though. Cause it's not like me to complain, but I'm gonna complain. What? <laughs> I know. So, I got the jacket. Oh, love the jacket. Jacket's cool. Love it. Great. Can't wait to wear it. It's seventy freaking five today. Like, well, how am I gonna? <laughs> yeah. like, so winter but was not last the week.
0: rest of the week. Oh, it's gonna be cold and rainy. Over. No, it's winter be- is
1: over, Leah. It's done. It was a week.
0: Look at the weather. Sorry, tomorrow. To the rest of the country.
1: Look at the weather tomorrow. Winter's over.
0: <laughs> it's cold and rainy the rest of the week. And cold is relative. So sorry. I saw a few comments of people on the East Coast. I know. Um, and I then Joel and Christina here. still in freaking Hawaii.
1: I why, but... but I can't even wear a sweatshirt here. That's how. It... Can I wear it to the game on Thursday? Is that? Yeah. Probably not. Probably
0: not. Yeah. We may uh, be making. Well, Craig will, obviously. But PD and Sean and I, I might remember. be uh, in the building on Thursday. Can't miss We're that trying one. trying to
1: persuade Austin Matthews to come with us for the game show.
0: Exactly. Right and as Roaring Fork reminds me. Come home, Austin. Chance happening Thursday, and he said against the Leaves. Yes, the Leaves. Leaves. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Thank
2: you. Come on, you can't even spell correctly the nickname of your team. Come on, this might be on a an upcoming podcast as well. Should we? May. Should, we should we promo that trolling? Toronto. I mean, it's coming.
0: coming coming tomorrow. If you just need some some uh, pack therapy about the Toronto Maple Leafs, tune into we have something podcast. tomorrow.
1: I swear to God, I have no idea. So Send me an email. <laughs> Did you send me an email?
0: I'll send you a fax. <laughs> to you to make sure you get it. First, yeah, first
2: sentence. first set of the notification to his beeper. That's right, so he knows the fax is beeper. coming.
0: Relocate the Leafs to Glendale. There's a heard. There's an empty arena out there.
2: PD, what's what's your AOL account? What is it? Yeah, exactly.
1: MySpace. <laughs> you can find it on my MySpace. <laughs> oh AOL.
0: man, oh and lord,
2: buzzing tonight. <laughs> <laughs>
0: telegram a pigeon also i'm the pop carrier a pigeon. chat tonight
2: by the way wow i know it's actually Great.
0: unreal i can't even
1: keep up that Great. Dief, this deep jumped in too so it's really buzzing
0: <laughs> send it to pd there. on a puzzle oh my <laughs> god that's genius
2: <laughs> i'm gonna get you a close-up before the show's over <laughs> yeah that thing is really bright i want to know what's going on in that puzzle I, got, I, I gotta see it before i leave during Leah's ad reads i'll pull it up
0: Okay, well, let's talk about it now so you can pull it up. Um, okay. When we're giving the pitch to Austin Matthews, I will include a six-pack. No, not a six-pack. That's not enough. A 24-pack of Four Peaks beer. How about that? Sweeten the peaks deal. Peaks. Wow, and it's I know- right. <laughs> No, Go. it is. That is – PD, that is impressive. It is. Wow, and it's glued together?
2: Wow. Yeah, we glue all – it's glue. <laughs> we yes, can hear you. Right. Right. We should it. probably let Leah finish her ad read before no, we discuss this puzzle I'll a little more. But during the ad uh, read.
0: Yeah, just hold it up during the ad read. Um, and I know another selling point of living in Arizona, especially with this 75-degree weather the last couple of days, is it's a great environment to play golf in. And that's exactly what we'll be doing on January 13th at 5.30 p.m. for the inaugural PHNX Tea Party presented by Four Peaks at Dobson Ranch, <laughs> golf course. We're renting out to the entire driving range. Come hang with Big Drive Energy, the PHNX crew and fellow diehards for a night of golf, food, drinks, contests, prizes and more. The PHNX Suns crew will be hosting a watch party for Suns vs. Timberwolves. Four Peaks will be out there providing a beer, samples and swag. Check the link in the description to reserve your spot right now and for our diehards, check Discord for your special link where you'll save 20% on this awesome event. It's going to be so much fun and uh beer samples and giveaways what more can i say what more can i truly say
1: well you know what so, you can say is i didn't use this microphone the whole show until right now i've been using <laughs> nobody told me nobody told me i didn't get- i've been using the computer microphone at
0: it's least insane. you weren't like muttering under your breath like when you nobody thought you were maybe-
1: leaning into this microphone and it was over here that's
0: oh we could hear you fine
1: I was fine. It's fine.
0: It's totally okay. fine. It's totally fine. <laughs> you're, you're fine. I'm not um, happy. Not happy. <laughs> not happy. Okay. No. Well, PD, we'll get you on underdog fantasy and win you some money so we can put you back in the happy yes. column. Uh, it's super fun, super easy to use to play daily fantasy, and it's super easy to get started, go to underdogfantasy.com or download the app. Sign up with the promo code PHNEX and Underdog will match your first deposit up to $100. You can play Daily Fantasy and draft a team against 1, or 2, 3, 15 of your friends, or you can join public drafts. You can also play the Pick'em game where you play higher or lower on player point totals which is a really fun thing to do especially if you're focused on watching one game so in tonight it could have been really fun to do it just adds another layer of getting investment um in the game so check out underdog fantasy today by the way pd the chat is counting your size we are at four
1: yeah, well, that was a frustrating one. That's my fault. I got to check the mic like, because I had my laptop downstairs watching the game. <laughs> it's okay.
2: I'm-
0: my Wi Fi wasn't working five minutes before fair the point. show and we recovered. So it's we're all just rolling with it. We're all just rolling with it.
2: Four is a low number. So it was it is low. a win. It's pretty low a for a win. Yeah. It is silent. low.
0: It is low. We'll see low how
1: it goes on win. Thursday.
0: Craig, see. do I'm
1: going, you know, why I'm going to the game Thursday. I heard that. I'd heard that. Oh, the shirzy Oh,
0: and Craig, PD, we got the washcloth or the cloth. I know. I (laughs) saw it on the set. The towel that Craig messed up on the set when the countdown was running.
2: (laughs) Yes. It It collapsed.
0: I literally set it up. Like, it looked fine. And Craig was like, "Mm, it looks a little crooked. The countdown's going, and there's a wrinkle in the middle of it. It
2: got much worse. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I saw it on
1: on this show.
2: I'm going to stay out of set design from here on out. One, <laughs> one note before I leave you guys tonight, I got to tell you what I saw as we were waiting to interview Andre Touringi. So the way they do it here, uh, we, we go into the annex, into the locker room, actually to interview the players. And then we actually walk back out and there's, we go through the tunnels of the building to this area where they have a, you know, the backdrop set up. I'm sure you guys see on camera all the time. Um, as, as we're waiting for Andre, Jeff Sanders, with their media relations department, says need everybody to clear out. In comes a gurney, two medical workers, and an ABS fan in an ABS jersey, like on the gurney. No. And So, and as this guy goes past me, I I am not kidding. I mean, this guy must have used beer for cologne because it was just coming out of his pores. And somebody told me, yeah, he just he fell somewhere in the arena no. and hurt himself because he's that drunk. <laughs> And uh, then Megan and, uh, and Jesse walked past me. A minute later, I said, "You just missed it. It was the perfect metaphor for the Avs' performance tonight." <laughs> wow! <laughs> wow! Hope he's okay.
0: Yeah, hope he's okay. Yeah, hey, he looked okay. He was giving twenty-one and over. Up. He Drink, was happy. Enjoy was responsibly. Happy. Enjoy you know?
1: responsibly. <laughs> twenty-one and older only. Well, boy.
0: No oh, oh, man. All right, Craig. Well, we'll let you go, and we'll uh, we'll get, see you on the audio episode tomorrow. Can't wait.
2: Sounds good, guys. See ya. All
0: right. See you we'll Craig. See
1: you Thursday.
0: Yes. All right. Well, let's look ahead at what's coming up. Wow. Petey. I know. Why are <laughs> you signed.
1: Sorry. Because I, I literally been putting my head to this and it was over
0: it's, it's it, did, okay. it sounded fine.
1: It did sound fine. Yes. Okay.
0: Chat, please validate PD. It yeah, sounds fine. fine. Um, let's look ahead at the upcoming schedule for the coyotes. We got Leafs Thursday. Check it and then right back on the road, they go Saturday against Tampa Bay and then Florida next Tuesday and then Philly Chicago Thursday, Friday. Two teams in that bottom mix. If you're gonna win it or if you're gonna lose a game, it's gotta be against Philly and Chicago. It It has to be beat Toronto. I think that it's kind of been a thing in the chat like, hey, let's get this win. Thursday against Toronto, and then after Toronto, it's really time to buckle up. And I think, like we mentioned, we talked about with Craig, nobody's expecting thirty second now, but let's try and get in that bottom three mix. And it yeah, has to start
1: I now. You, And we keep saying it, and I keep saying it. It's going to be this next stretch they're going to struggle. On paper, they're going to Tampa. That first game is going to be really hard. I, I had telling DP. Take Tampa. I, this and
0: one, it's a three p.m. game.
1: Well, it's five o'clock or five p.m. here, but, but it's still 3 early. Body sound. I, I'm just telling you, that's going to be a really hard game. I'd take Tampa on that one. Um, and then they got Florida next. I know Florida's not playing their best hockey yet because they've got injuries too. But that's still a good hockey team, and they're good at home. I, but you just don't know. Like you just don't know. Um, I, I think the losses are coming, and they just don't. This team's they they've got something special, not special enough to make the playoffs, <laughs> but special enough to not get last. So we'll see what happens in the week ahead.
0: Absolutely, and uh, let's take a look at the punch card to see how many games they have left to accomplish this goal God. of losing. And uh, you know, slowly but surely, we're slowly they...
1: making it through this. We slowly are making it through this. It's actually not slow; it's going way faster than less. it
0: is Remember going how fast. It was. It was miserable. They the rebuild
1: I, reminder. Honestly, oh. like,
0: PD, we haven't even touched the Wheel of Fantasy. Know, it's, collecting, Wheel of Fantasy. it's collecting it's collecting collecting dust.
1: I know. Do you know people don't have any idea what the Wheel of Fantasy even is? I know. I, that's, I guess that's good.
0: I mean so, it is, but
1: Yeah, maybe we'll pull it out on a live show with the Wheel of Fantasy to give the people that missed out.
0: We can do it uh, Thursday and then imagine a scenario yeah. with Austin Matthews and a Kachina.
1: Maybe we'll do it on Thursday in the studio. Well, let's pull out the wheel of fantasy on Thursday.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm in. We definitely should. Okay. PD, any final notes from this one?
1: No, this one. It just to me, this was a full team effort, and you saw everybody, um, everybody on the same page, and you, you saw guys' individual efforts. And we talked about Carconi, Kraus, and Chickren, and the three C's pulling together. But you know, Goss Bear was right there, and and they were able to silence guys like Ranton and and, and uh, Macar, and keep keep this one in the win column. I I think this was a really, really solid team effort. Um, Even there, you know, we didn't talk much about uh, Schmaltz and Keller, but they were sharp today too. I think this was a complete 20-man win. This this was fun to watch. And I tell you what, the mullet was rocking again. And I can't wait to see what it does against the Toronto Maple Leafs on Thursday. So, um, big win for the Coyotes. And we'll see what they do with uh, Austin Matthews.
0: (laughs) We... We'll see. Absolutely. Um, There was a conversation in the Discord yesterday about food recommendations for outside of the arena. And I didn't get to chime in then, but I'm coming to you now. And I know it was Karen. And I see Karen here in the chat. I have two. Okay. So if you're going to the game on Thursday or any Coyotes home game, I have two food recommendations. The first is Burrito Express. Walking and driving distance from Mullet Arena. Sean and the whole Sun Devils crew, absolute Favorite place, absolute favorite place, and uh, they hooked us up yesterday with some awesome, awesome, awesome burritos. Jesse actually had one when they had a horrible travel day, Jesse and Megan, yesterday coming in from Denver. Jesse had a Burrito Express burrito yesterday. Loved it. Craig had one, loved it. I've had them a bunch of times. They're just amazing. Um, Check them out. They have locations all across the valley. Um, Just absolutely delicious. And right now when you buy a $25 Burrito Express gift card, you get a free burrito. I mean, sign me up, head on over to your nearby Burrito Express location today. So that's number one. Number two, Illegal Pete's. Check it out. It's on Mill, also driving distance from the arena, very close. Um, They're right on Mill Ave. And they also have a cool deal for you right now. When you purchase $100 and gift cards, they'll throw you a $25 one on the house and be on the lookout for a few informal happy hours with the Peach and X Sun Devils crew. I love Illegal Peats. I love their queso. They have a full bar in there with amazing margaritas as well. Just absolutely great food. So check them out. Both of those. Those are my food recommendations. And uh, listen, Austin Matthews, you're not getting food like that in toronto no. mexican food just saying and
1: he's listening right now i'm pretty sure
0: he is 100 percent. they just won in extra time against yep. st louis and so he's um, dialed in he's he he's to totally he needs to know for sure. he needs to he's doing the scouting report for sure for, for the coyotes Um, uh, well we appreciate everybody who was here watching live watching listen watching or listening later what no matter what we do appreciate you once again like this button subscribe wherever you get your podcasts as well and we'll be back with an audio only episode tomorrow a little bit of fun on that one so we hope you enjoy that as well and as always you can follow us on twitter i'm at leah merrill he's at Peters hockey craig is at craig S. Morgan. sean is at sean underscore to pause follow peach and x underscore coyotes on twitter and follow peach and across all social platforms and just a special shout out uh, shows DNBR avalanche some love. They do great work and we love our all city peeps, even though CHTO Blackhawks are uh, right where we want to be <laughs> for uh, yeah, for okay. that bottom spot. But we appreciate you all so much again for being here tonight and we'll talk to everybody soon. Good night, everyone.